The reason that our country is in the mess that it is in today is not because of the Republicans, it's not because of the Democrats. Let me tell you this, it's because of lame Christians. There is a reproach that comes with being a follower of Christ. We in America have tried to reshape the whole church so that it's palatable and likable in the culture. A church that is accepted well with the culture is usually not accepted well with Christ. The church is a fortress, and a fortress is strength. A fortress is might. Not only a center of defense, but a place of strategic planning and offense. Our God does not expect us to wait for the darkness to enclose around us. He expects us to take up His banner and fight the darkness with His light. You want to know what the biggest problem with America is? The wolf is this country. Gave in. Gave in to public pressure. Gave in to political correctness. One of the greatest curses this country has ever had to deal with is political correctness. Preparing the Christian to shine the light against the darkness of this world. Welcome to Our Mighty Fortress Podcast. I'm your host, Ron Miller, and welcome to the show. We have an encouraging subject to cover today. But first, please go ahead and hit that follow or subscribe button on the podcast platform which you're listening to us upon. Really, hit that subscribe button. Hit that follow button. Thanks. We do have several social media platforms with all sorts of fun material that you can listen to and read. Our first one is our Facebook page. Our fan page is growing more and more every day. When you type in the search bar at Mighty Fortress 313. We do also have a YouTube channel as well where we upload videos every now and again. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and notification bell to help the channel grow. I sure appreciate that. You can also take a look at our website, OurMightyFortress.com. That is the hub of where everything is at. We do have a host of media where you can find written articles with things that will help you throughout your week and principles and things going on in the world, as well as videos and even a link to our merch store. Yes, we do have a merch store. And, of course, that sure helps support the work. Of course, if you do feel so motivated to donate to the work that we do here, Feel free to do so through our website in the established PayPal link. By following and supporting the podcast, you let me know that you care about the subjects that we discuss. Today, I want to talk about something <laughs> that all of us can struggle with from time to time. And <laughs> probably, I would say some might struggle with this more than others. I know that I have tended to be in that category from time to time. I want to deal with how to have peace in the workplace. There are many situations that can happen in the workplace because, you know, having different people come together and cooperate, you can have some potential issues. Sometimes there can even be cultural conflicts that come into play that cause disharmony between departments and cause unnecessary stress in daily operations. How do we find peace in the most stressful situations? How do we get along with people that may not even want to be getting along with or gotten along with, however you would say that? Yeah, there's, those people are out there. There are many facets to this subject as there is a solution for workers as well as supervisors and managers. 
we're definitely going to look at both and strive to be an encouragement as you go along your daily work schedule. With that introduction, let's get right into this. I do have to say this at the very beginning. Whenever you get two or more people together, you're going to have disagreements, arguments, bitterness, and sometimes even downright hatred between them. It's the sinful nature of man that's to blame. And this is the reason why <laughs> there's never going to be such a concept as world peace until the Prince of Peace comes, and that's only going to happen during the millennial reign of Jesus Christ. The sinful nature of man can be such a, a terrible thing, but also it's the main hub and reason why we just don't get along with each other. Now, we can get along with some more than others, or most more than others, but we don't always get along. Even the best of friends fight with each other. The book of Romans, chapter 5, and verse 12 says, quote, Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so that death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. End quote. That is the inherent sinful nature of man being passed down from Adam to all of us. Now, of course, this is not an excuse to be a jerk, nor is an excuse for us to not to be sorry for our own actions in the workplace. Be it known that God holds all men and women accountable for what they say and do, and that even goes for the more difficult work situations. If you want to see a stressful situation and the collected responses of a hurting man, you could read the book of Job, and his story will utterly amaze you. He suffers tragic loss at the hands of the devil. And then his three friends come along and rail on him like he's some wretched sinner. Either way, whether suffering or dealing with false accusation, Job did not lose his cool. Having peace in the workplace is also going to have to do with how much of a load that an individual person can bear. And that's different for everybody. When we go through life, we have different experiences and types of things that we have to deal with, with family members or loved ones or whatever, not that can grow a sort of pack on our shoulders, how much we can bear. When I say pack, I'm thinking more of not in a negative sense, although there is some relative truth to this of just bottling emotions. I'm thinking more of the context of, a U.S. Army soldier or a United States Marine. When we go on pack marches, we have a load that we carry, whether it's ammunition or food, or water, some type of gear maybe. There's a load that we carry on our shoulders. That load can be a good thing. It can also be a terrible thing if the pain starts to kill your shoulders. Let me tell you what. But I think of the load that a person can carry or how much their shoulders can carry is sort of that very thing and what builds us is the experiences that we go through in life that's why nobody just comes out of the womb some sort of magnificent leader leaders are grown and mentored now of course there are more charismatic people than others 
but leadership itself it's it's brought through the fire and that's why you read stories about such great leaders in history we can also have family members that we may know that just seem like wow nothing in the world can move their soul in a negative manner we may have had a grandmother or a grandfather or dads aunts mothers uncles whichever that just seemed to be not moved easily even in the midst of the storm that is what i'm talking about the peace that passes all understanding we'll talk more about that later what is kind of funny is that especially this is true when we're inexperienced and young we we like to think that we can handle any situation but in reality only time and experience are what build that type of character I mean, this is often linked to how a person handles stress as well. If a person cracks under pressure very easy, then everyone surrounding that person is going to start to feel their anxiety. That's why nobody wants to be around those kind of people. A person's work environment contributes to the pressure or stress that they might feel. And they can that work environment can be busy, high-paced, frantic, slow... There's many different situations, but how a person reacts to any given situation is really what makes up the problem. I've known people who have been in more peaceful type of situations that the slightest problem that might arise, they just fall apart. Where I've seen much heavier, fast-paced industry type of settings where life on the workplace is just absolutely crazy but i can see them just not moved just with the even temperament and determination and moving throughout their day and of course i have seen those in in that type of situation that fall apart too but they usually don't make it that long the effect of the workplace environment upon a person is so very very important it is so important, in fact, that even the U.S. military goes to great lengths to ensure the best mental responses of its soldiers in combat. Now think about it. It's not very easy to make decisions when you're under pressure and gunfire is going on in your life or the life of your troops ride upon your decisions. Wow. We should also know that the greatest acts of heroism stem out of the most stressful of times stress actually can be a good thing why because it tries a person's character and the resolve of a person the root of what we're talking about has to do with how a person views a situation training yourself to maintain a positive attitude really changes how you react to any given situation during your day I did a podcast on this recently, and I cover more of it in podcast number 44 about having a positive, godly outlook. Be sure to check that one out. Now, for a Christian, it is very important to start your day with the decision that you're going to walk in the Spirit. You can start your day with the Word of God and talking to the Heavenly Father about anything going on in your life. It makes a difference in your soul. It really goes a long way of how the rest of the day is going to go in the book of galatians chapter 5 and verse 16 it says quote this i say then 
walk in the spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusteth against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary one to the other, so that ye cannot do the things that ye would. End quote. What is it talking about? There's a battle that's taking place inside you, the flesh and the spirit, the spirit of God, the, the S in spirit in the Bible is capitalized because it's not that the spirit can't win. It's just that we choose to walk in the flesh rather than in the spirit. And that's the battle. It does not mean that you, even if you chose to walk in the spirit in the early part of the day, that you can't lose it later on in the day. But, you know, hey, starting with the right mindset right in the beginning can help you overcome any of the challenges to come forth. And even if you started off right and you feel it start to waver with the, the heat of the day of the workplace and the different situations or the workload or whatever it is, you can still ask God for that peace and to help get you back uh, in the right line of thinking. Another aspect that's going to take you a really long way, and we just have to grasp this, is that we're just not going to please everybody. <laughs> you know, if we just really get a hold of this, it will really definitely change our perspectives on any given situation at work. Now, we should strive to be good employees and strive to set the right kind of example, but you know what? There were just going to be those who are going to hate you because you do that. What if that person who hates you and for, you know, for where you stand is in a position of leadership? They might be a manager or a supervisor or whatever. I mean, you could quit, but it could also be possible that God has some lessons for you to learn there too. One of the most terrible things that you could do is, as they say, go from the frying pan into the fire where you're in the the idea is that you're in the frying pan and it's a lousy situation but you make an unwise decision to jump ship and go to another job and you just went right into the fire instead and it's even worse there now i can tell you firsthand that <laughs> there have been many lessons like this in my own life because i chose um to bear out the lesson that god had for me and you know what he blessed me I chose to stay in that frying pan, sort of say. Now, I didn't like it, and it sure wasn't fun. And I'm and I'm not saying that, um, that I didn't think about jumping out, but I'm so glad that I stayed in because now that I look back at the situation, I see what God was doing. And you know what? He blessed me for it. Amen to that. I understand full well that there are going to be those who can't easily even look for another job even if they tried and they might even deal with terrible co-workers or even managers this is where walking in the spirit and having the peace of god that can help you make wise decisions as to your daily steps think of it this way if it were the case you cannot easily switch employment and you're just treated like trash in the workplace ultimately <laughs> we haven't suffered as much ridicule as jesus christ did going to the cross so, we really don't have any complaints. We just have to bear it. Perspective on your situation really makes a difference. There are times where you had a rough day and you might even be downright angry. But give it to the Lord and he'll walk you through the situation. 
You know, I had an example of this in my life, and the Lord got the glory. Now, I can look at other situations very similar to this, and I didn't always make the right decision, especially when I, when I was younger. I worked for a manager who thought nothing of it to belittle me and insult me, even in front of others. Now, I'm a, I'm a big guy, so it was pretty easy for me to be tempted to jump in the flesh and physically confront this guy. But if I did such, though, what kind of testimony would that have been for Christ? I can tell you right now, hey, look, I was tempted because they look at this guy and be like, you must be on something. What is wrong with you? You know, I, you have that inner battle. Uh, sometimes the situation can drag on for what seems like minutes in your mind, but it's only seconds in real life. You know what I'm talking about? Well, I was tempted, but I backed off. I was even mad about it all day until I got home, too. I remember telling my wife about it, like, I can't believe this guy and this and that. <laughs> but you know what? As I chilled out, I thought to myself, well, what does it even really matter? If I yell, kick, and scream against this guy, I would lose all opportunity to witness to my coworkers. I've been working hard to try to reach out to some of these folks, and if I had blown up against him, I, it would just went out the door. Now, it wasn't easy. I'm not saying it was easy, but God did get the glory, and then God blessed me later with a better work position than I hadn't even asked for, and away from that guy, too, by the way. It was amazing. I, I'm still astounded at that, by the way, now that I'm thinking about it. It's unbelievable. It's so much easier to let the Lord fight your battles for you Choose to do right, no matter what the circumstance, and the Lord will be with you. I've learned in the Marine Corps to have really a lighter spirit about most things, and I laugh about a lot. God really used that in my life to help me avoid various situations as I was learning to grow as a young Christian. You know, being a supposedly more mature Christian at times, I, I strive. <laughs> Not always successful, but I strive. I am reminded by God that I am held to a higher standard. As Christians, we are held to a higher standard than the heathen around us. Let's say I did hit this manager, got fired, and walked out. I might have been gratified for the moment, but then the Lord would convict my heart. And I would dare say Hebrews chapter 12 Talks about the punishment of the Lord too. God chastises his children. I would have suffered that chastisement. All I would have done in that situation is just shame the Lord. And this is what Jesus truly meant in context of turning the other cheek to the enemy. Now, a lot of people get weirded out about this scripture. But it's not that you can't defend yourself or, or whatever. Because God does expect us to defend our families and others. I mean, the nature of the moral law itself, or the Ten Commandments, is that we love the Lord God with all our heart, soul, and mind, but also that we love our neighbors as ourselves. So we're to do right and defend others. And, and of course, God definitely expects us. Uh, he's quite literal about it, about defending our family. But in the book of Matthew, chapter 5, starting in verse 38, it says, quote, This is Jesus speaking. Ye have heard that it hath been said, an eye for an eye, and a tooth for a tooth. But I say unto you, that ye resist not evil. 
but whosoever shall smite thee on thy right cheek, turn to him also, or turn to him the other also, end quote. The point that Jesus was making was like the example of my situation. I mean, there are so many variations and types of that type, that kind of situation. There are, large, there are lots and lots like it. But our responses should be the same. And like I said, I can't always say I've been that kind of example. But I'm sure glad that the Lord was merciful to me in this situation. We can have peace in the midst of the storm. And the confidence in God to see us through it. Having a hard day at work and being exhausted can even be a stumbling point if we're not careful. Maybe we're in this situation and we're doing physical labor or, or whatever and we're tired. And that sense of irritability can arise within us where we have some sort of personal interaction with somebody and they irritate us and we may respond a certain way. We have that temptation. Now remember, we, hey, we're in total control of our actions at any given point. So... Should such emotion control what we say to our co-workers or even our family members when we get at home? No, of course not. Now, <laughs> it's ironic how we can tend to treat our family members different than how we treat those at work. What gives us any particular right, sort of say, that we would treat our co-workers with a certain level of respect, but then take out our anger at home? I mean, that's not right either. We need to control our emotions. It could also be just, hey, an annoying coworker that's always bothering you or always doing something that's irritable to you or irritating you. We can have this irritability and that type of attitude that betrays how we really, really feel about them. That too is sin and it should be guarded against. There are so many ways that the situation could go, but... I did have one recently with a person who worked for me who was always being irritated at another person that they had worked with. The funny thing was is that there was some legitimacy to his complaints because the other co-worker was at times lazy, didn't follow instructions well, and they just didn't seem to learn either. Neither of these men were Christians, so it definitely created a different dynamic in which I had to try to manage. I had to instruct this particular individual to be patient and to treat his fellow worker with respect and professionalism. I mean, he responded, well, I'm not trying to be his friend. And I, I responded to him that he didn't have to be, but he had better treat him with professionalism and dignity. If I, or if he had a complaint that he could just bring it to me and I'll hear it out and I'll, I'll go and deal with the other person. But if he chose otherwise and he disobeyed what I said, I would, I would have to deal with him administratively. I mean, think about it like this. Nobody wants to come to work and feel that they're being treated like trash. And you know what? There are just some people who they're not doing things on purpose. They just need to be trained better. I went to investigate this particular worker's issues. And, you know, he just needed to be taught how to be more organized, how to be more efficient in what he was doing. I don't know his background or how he, what family, you know, that he came from or whatever. Maybe he just needed people to, to invest in him so he could grow. But if you have that wrong kind of mentality and just get irritated at somebody, well, that's obviously a sin. Now, these 
two particular individuals were not Christians, you know, so I had the privilege to try to manage that situation and try to do right. But the same thing could happen between Christian and a lost person or even between two Christians. How are you going to respond? What kind of response should it be? Should be like the one I said, of course. If you are a manager or leader in the workplace, you are directly responsible for the environment that you create. Everything rises and falls upon leadership. And we have to take ownership of the situation and train those around us. There are always going to be outliers or that 10%. But most of your people should work as a team because you invested in them. If your team is in chaos, then the problem is you. I know, that hurts. But the problem is you. Being a leader means you also have to manage confrontation. When we're not in leadership or a position to make a serious impact on the situation in the workplace, of course, that can be kind of difficult to handle conflict with others. We should then manage our own spirit before God and let the Lord fight our battles. That's the easiest way to do it, unless it directly involves us. And the Lord, I do believe, if you're walking with him, will give you the wisdom to be able to handle the situation. When we're in leadership, we directly answer for those who follow us. So it's a higher calling. I made a statement recently that everybody wants the pay of a manager or a leader, but nobody wants the responsibility. Controlling a situation that may arise with coworkers or some type of situa uh, situation at the work, whether it's a problem or whatever, just asking the Lord for patience and wisdom will really take you far. There was much that is similar in how you handle complaints too. It's, it's a whole lot easier. I'll tell you what, it is a whole lot easier to manage complaints dealing with other people. But what if that complaint is about you? <laughs> it's very easy to have the peace you thought you had at work just flow right out of you and disappear when somebody complains about you. <laughs> the first thing we should do is honestly ask ourselves, is it true? If you're walking in the spirit of God, I do believe that he will show you the real answer. If it is true, then maybe God used this person to help you realize one of your weaknesses. We should ponder and think on that change that needs to happen and then take the movement to fix it. I would definitely say the one that really burns our soul <laughs> is the complaint that is not true. We know that it isn't true and or someone who would you know, who lacks character, tried to throw you under the metaphorical bus. Are you going to let that affect your attitude? I know, this is a tough one. This is especially tough for those of us who have this strong sense of justice. We, because I fit in this category, feel like we have to vindicate ourselves no matter what the outcome might be. I might still get fired, but at least they're going to know the truth, right? <laughs> I have to be honest and just look, you know what? I am in that category. And this is a tough one because you know it isn't right that somebody can lie about you and your side is not being heard and you're not always going to get the chance to tell your side of the story. Is he, are you going to let that rob you of your peace? We still have to have the resolve to let the Lord handle the situation and try to move on. 
the Lord will indeed vindicate you and your attitude and your work ethic will do all the talking for you. I cannot even begin to stress this enough. And I hope that you've picked up on the tone of this throughout the podcast. We are told in the book of Philippians chapter 4 and verse 7, quote, And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. End quote. Put God to the test on this, and he will deliver you. Working on our godly character will help us be a better employee and a leader in the workplace. Remember, I'm not saying that it's going to be easy. But if you start with God, then he'll help you handle what comes at you throughout your day. And there really is so much more to say on this, especially about wisdom. But that's another podcast for another day. I pray that this was a blessing to you and you can start applying the principles this week and in the future to help bring peace in your workplace. I want to thank you for listening. And be sure to follow us on the podcast media. Take a look at our website, OurMightyFortress.com, and subscribe for more updates. Stay tuned next time for more great content, and remember to find your refuge and strength in Our Mighty Fortress.